Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And welcome back to the Finance Bible Podcast. Welcome to 2022. Big year coming up. I'm joined once again by the fellow co-founder and my fellow friend. And we're back. Mr. Don, how are are you? Mate, we are back. Big year. Um, we have had a lot of time off, which has been good. We've, uh, as we always say, we've been planning big things for the listeners. Um, we don't want to give it away now, but summer break was great. We got up, um, we just actually came back from Queensland, had a bit of a, a trip up to the Sunshine Coast, made our way down south. The break was absolute mayhem. So <laughs> the Don is going to Melbourne. He's ready to spend time with his family. Gets there, test positive. Get the vid. COVID. I reckon I was one of the um, one of the first individuals to get the vid out of like my friendship group mm. before because now everyone kind kind of has had it. Yeah. But I think I was the uh, one of the OGs. But uh, worst timing, literally drive down to Melbourne there for one night, get it, have to drive back Christmas Christmas night. I drive back, um, isolated in my house in Sydney for a week, ten days actually. We love it. We love to hear it. Do we? No, not at all. <laughs> And then, so you got COVID, you were G'd up, I'm hanging out you with and my mates, hands. all of my mates get COVID, I'm like, alright, I'm out of here, I dodge it, um, go to my house, my whole family gets COVID, I dodge it again, and then I'm like, alright, well, let's go to Queensland with the crew, go to Queensland, everyone I'm with gets it, we come back, I still don't have it. Dodge it. So, um, I still haven't had it. But enough about COVID, it's 2022. Our first returning podcast for the year. Let's get into it. Well, first things first, new year, new goals, new wish lists. I'm sure many of you guys have put together a bit of a, what do we say, New Year's resolution or a financial resolution for 2022 and what you want to achieve. Could be some goals, could be a figure um, that you want to earn an income, could be amount of properties you want to obtain, whatever it may be. But um, this podcast, we're going to split this up into two different parts because we've come up with around seven different steps to help you become a millionaire. The title, the title itself is very clickbaity. We're not doing that on purpose, but it literally is if you follow these seven habits, they may not make you a millionaire overnight, but if you continue to act on them, happy days, you'll start making your journey to become one. So first things first, staying out of bad debt. The problem I see with a lot of individuals out there today is advertisements on TV are kind of promoting people to spend money on shit. So it's literally just clothes, shoes, things that other people want you to have or want to be seen in to try and show off to their friends. But a lot of individuals get into consumer debt and they're paying this off over 5, 10, 15 years, which is literally the worst type of debt you can have. There's good debt, bad debt. Good debt, on the other hand, is what we call, for example, real estate debt. Marketing has become one of the biggest subtractors from building wealth over over time. The reason for that, I mean, it's as simple as advertising and marketing is possibly the biggest industry in the world. Look at the biggest companies. You've got Facebook, like number one. Mm. They're a huge company. How do they make their money? You don't pay to use it. It's not pay to get on there and send someone a message purely making profit from advertising and marketing. Mm. You're on there, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you want to be on, and you just get ad after ad after ad. 
Now, all of these ads, they've, they've done studies, they've done psychology. They know how to win you over. They know how to make you spend money. That's their goal, ultimately. Yeah. These ads are getting smart and they're creating emotional attachments and uh, making you spend money on crap you don't need. For example, making you want to get into debt to buy a house and getting that bad debt. Advertising a car, making it look pretty, making it look good. Driving along cheaters and stuff like that. Like all of this stuff. Was last one driving along cheaters. Yeah, I saw an ad and it was a car driving along a cheater and I went, that looks cool. Yeah, I right. like cheaters. Yeah, right. Um, can't remember what it was. If anyone knows, feel free to probably Jaguar or something. let me know. Yeah, probably. But yeah, again, getting into bad debt, getting a car loan. It'll show a family on a holiday. How did they pay for it? Boom, they've got the, the credit card. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly right. And, and those um, frequent flyer points as well, it's such a trap. They obviously realize the opportunity to pop that in because people are more um, likely to get a credit card and spend on the credit card because at the end of the day, they're thinking, oh, I can go on a holiday if I spend $20,000 on this couch. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's genuinely yeah. how it works. It's, it's hilarious. Just stay out of bad debt. It's very simple. You know, don't get into the marketing gimmicks, ETC. Which brings me on to my second point, and this is one of my favorite ones. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Mind your own business. For example, I know people who are getting Mercedes cars. I know people who are going out and buying all of these ridiculous clothes that they can't afford ETC. If enough people do that, and you're surrounded by that and you dive into it, then you're spending your own money on crap you don't need. You're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're not minding your own business. Yeah. it's. Um, I think Instagram and social media has a big say in that as well. You follow someone who you think is pretty cool, someone overseas, a celebrity it may be. You see them wearing the this top, for example, or should I bring back a dress? I might bring back a dress for this example. So you see them wearing bring a dress. Back, mate. Bring that dress back. I brought it back. You, you see them wearing a dress and then all of a sudden, all of your friends um, or you know your year, your year group that is, start getting this exact same clothing item and you feel like yourself, oh, if I don't get it, I don't fit in. I'm not cool. And then you buy it. Even if that dress is 300 bucks, you're 300 bucks you know, less in your savings now. So the question is, why do you have to feel the need to do it and just show off or try and fit in? You don't. You need to keep, like Zeke said, keep to yourself. There's no need to try and be something you're not. We're getting pretty deep. I feel like I'm a, a psychologist or something right now. But Macklemore himself. Mr. Thrift Shop. Mr. Thrift Shop. If you listen to, I think it's called Wings. Ah, uh, yes. He's talking about it's getting that pair of yeah, shoes yeah, yeah, yeah. that will make him fly. Yeah, that's a banger. That, that's, that's a banger. Wow. <laughs> I might have the lyrics wrong, but I think he's like, up and about about getting a hectic pair of shoes at the start that an NBA star wears. Mm. And then towards the end, he's like, oh, they're just another pair of shoes. Exactly right. Um, the sooner you realize that, the better off you are, I think, mentally as well as financially. Mm. Mainly financially. Because that money can go to investments, put in the um, the NASDAQ or whatever you want. Um, crypto at the moment, a bit of a dip, good, good opportunity to buy more. Just, you know, there's so many different avenues you can just multiply that amount and trying to fit in when you don't even want to. The last one for this podcast, as we said, we are putting it into two different potties. We go back to the start. Uh, we're talking about goals. Mm. You need to set goals and write them down. There's a statistic out there. Very we, good statistic. We know I'm a stat man. You're 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down and create a plan. Yeah. 42% more likely. And I, I think that goal setting... It's one thing for someone to write a goal and say, oh, in 10 years' time, I want to be a millionaire. But it's 
you know, how are you going to become one? That's where you make short-term goals. So every six months, 12 months, where do you want to be? Um, for example, do you want to save up $100,000 in 12 months' time? Whatever the numbers or your goals may be. But have short-term goals, medium-term goals, and then having those short and, short and medium-term goals, that will help you reach your long-term goals. A goal without a plan is not a goal, really. It's, it's a dream. It's a, yeah, it's a dream. I like it's that a dream. Go without well, a plan I like is a dream. Start. Mate, let's get that imprinted on walls and stuff. I think it already is. Oh. <laughs> I, think I, I think that's all I know. All right. Um, if that's trademarked, we apologize. Play on. If you've got a goal, let's say, save up my first 100 grand within the next five years. So we know, okay, we've got five years to get 100 grand. If you want to save 100 grand in five years, you know you've got five years to do it. You've got 60 months. How much do you need to put aside over 60 months to do it? Or if you're getting paid weekly, you've got 52 weeks by five, we're talking about 260, or how many week, How much money do you need to put aside per week to do that? As well as that, not just putting money aside. If you've got five years and you're investing as well, you can factor in the returns you're getting and all of that kind of stuff. Assuming an 8% return, you know, over a weekly period of 260 weeks, then you can really start doing proper hard calculations and trying to figure out the quickest way to fast track to that goal. And that's the kind of detail that you should be going into when you're trying to set a good goal that you want to achieve. Yeah, exactly right. Like put a pen to paper as well. So imagine setting that goal of 100K and you go, yep, I want to save 100K in five years. Cool. You've got that goal. You're not going to hit it if you just do that. And then imagine going, okay, I want to save up 100K in five years. Over the next 260 weeks, I need to uh, pocket $380 a week or so uh, in order to do that. Then you've got a more of an idea. You can start budgeting. You can get everything in place. Yeah, yeah. so set a plan, goals, write it down. You know, you, you have to make these little small goals to reach the end goal. It's how, that's how the game works. But um, these first three steps are probably the the foundations, the crucial the crucial parts to it. What we'll touch on next episode is after we've set the foundations, you know, what else do we need? There's three really important steps, which are education. Next one is networking. So, you know, meeting people, creating connections. And the last one, which I think and Zeke thinks is the most important factor with anything is taking risk, which we both have. Um, moving states financially as well, investments, taking risks. You have to do that to get ahead, I feel. That's it for this episode. Catch you all uh, in a couple of days or next week or whenever we drop the next one. Exactly right. Well, good to be back though. And uh, we'll keep dropping them like we did last year. So twice a week, we're getting the post back up, getting some more informative uh, posts too. But until then, keep investing, keep budgeting and, and keep, keep listening. listening.